it's good to find like outlet that is the movement outlet that like you enjoy but it's good to mix and match like crossfit like we build the muscle we build the strings but we lack of that range of motion like right we, we lack of the stretching the muscles so it doesn't mean like the <laughs> crossfit that we have to dance but finding like whether it's yoga or mobility movements is important to be well well-rounded do you feel like you're running life through the motions day after day? Do you feel sluggish with little energy to be able to spend time with your family? Do you feel like you're just not living up to your full potential? What if I told you you could transform your life through mindset and movement? Here on the Ecala podcast, you'll be inspired, be motivated, and be able to take action to become that best version of yourself. The Ecala podcast is for those who want the opportunity to better themselves through health and wellness. Here you'll learn tips from experts in their field, hear inspirational stories to help uncover your full potential. Now, are you ready to transform your life? Welcome to another episode of the Ecala podcast. I am your host, Dr. Joel Pasquale. I have another special guest here. I'm super excited to introduce you all to Olga. She's one of our trainers at CrossFit of Fremont. We've worked with each other at Ecala for the past year, and I've been very fortunate to have met Olga and work together. But first off, welcome, Olga. Hi, great to be here. Thank you. Yeah. Well, the reason why I wanted to bring you on is because you know, we've had a lot of conversations together about growth mindset, and I really feel that you you encourage me in ways too with getting out of our heads and continuing to grow. And we're doing that together. We've been together the past year. Tell me first, where are you from? And just tell me a little bit of background about you. Well, I am from Belarus. It's not so known country until probably recently, since like all the situation uh, was not peaceful situation. But I've been here for about already eleven years. I came here by myself. I just wanted like to kind of have uh, more opportunities. I've never felt myself like as I belong to my country. I always felt like there is more. So I just recently shared, like actually in the classes that I had a dream to live in the United States and I guess I made it come true. How old were you when you uh, thought of that? I was about, it was fifth, fifth grade or so. What is it like? 14, 13? Yeah, so you did it. So you, 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 now did you tell people at that time or how did you put it out there and then for it to come manifest and come true? I guess it's something when you truly want it, you don't know what it's about, but you truly like see yourself and vision. And then I did share it with my friends. Like I am going to live in the United States. You guys want to go with me? I shared with my other friends, but two of my best friends ended up living in the United States as well, but they came on their own like ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so so you you came to the U.S. And, and when you finally came to the U.S., what did you do? So I came here and first of all, well, I came from, I didn't know anybody. 
so it was now I see it back it was very like courageous to came I only had one friend in New York I came I stayed with her one month and then I wanted to go to the west coast because I've never been here and so I came here but didn't know anyone and yeah as I look back it was very courageous and I came here and I didn't know kind of like I didn't come by the job offer I came like on my own and at that time I had a tourist visa so I I had to find the ways like what I'm going to be doing here and like yeah so I knew I wanted to go to get like get some education to get a degree but then I get like into this routine of like working in restaurant jobs like supporting myself for the through the school which I did and uh, I don't have any loans through school so what did you major in kinesiology <laughs> yeah uh, the science of movements so which yeah, which school did you go to SF state yeah so you graduated with a degree in kinesiology and from SF state yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then and then the pandemic hit right yeah, a pandemic came and at that time I was living in San Francisco and kind of uh, nothing was holding me there anymore. And so me and my family, we moved to Fremont. It's been a uh, second year I'm here. And then you contacted me. <laughs> yeah, so we didn't know each other prior to a year ago. And uh, yeah, I reached out to Olga. I saw her on a directory for being a CrossFit trainer, I reached out to her and she immediately came the next day to the gym and we met and uh, she's been around ever since. So yeah, just... About my like, in terms of movements background, prior to coming to the United States, I actually, I graduated teacher training college. I was supposed to work at school, but uh, I never did. I ended up dancing and then I taught dance, belly dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so I was hoping when I came here to start with that, but it didn't work out. I couldn't find the places. So I didn't, I didn't feel as confident or so that I kind of went to school here and uh, I did my yoga certification. There was always like this coming back to movements, coming back to movements, because not only for the getting stronger or, but mental kind of part for me as well there is dance so like expression self-expression like emotional expression either is through the lifting is that it helps me to connect to my body and be more like embodied like more present less in my head which i did suffer especially at the the earlier times being here like i had some anxieties kind of like things i guess it was following me through the childhood so Movement helps me to release that. I definitely notice if I don't move, it comes back. It does. Okay. So you you have this special connection to movement and you've expressed that through the belly dancing that you do, the yoga, and now you, um, you've been experienced with CrossFit. You mentioned that you weren't, you came to the U.S., you kind of wanted to be instructor for belly dancing. Is that right? But you didn't yeah. have the confidence to? have like not confidence but i guess it's more or you said courage confidence about me being here is a new 
per, like new in the country at that time maybe the language was the barrier as well mm-hmm. maybe certifications i didn't know what kind of certifications i needed to have and all that and then so i kind of tried to contact a couple of teachers and get a couple of studios and it just didn't, didn't kind of didn't catch any momentum and i let that go but recently i just gave a class of belly dancing across it of Freeman. it went well and i really gave me that memories of how joyful and how actually i how enjoy doing that so yeah i want to bring more of that mm-hmm. yeah so olga I think it was a couple of weeks ago, did a pop-up class at CrossFit of Fremont where she taught a class and uh, really bringing it back because I know that is something that she's always talked about and she has a, uh, a special connection to it. So we want to be able to promote whatever movement we can to for people. And, you know, if, if it makes you feel good, you might as well teach it and pass it on. And you don't know if maybe someone else might have that feel that same connection. So at least just to try it and do it. And and I think this month you're really, really going to have more. I believe Thursday nights we're going to have it, 7.15, and really be able to, really it's a lot of mind-body connection, proprioception of how to move those hips while keeping core engaged too, right? Because it's, it's not like you're flopping around. So yeah, so tell me a little bit more about why. Why do you enjoy belly dancing so much? Well, how does that compare to like CrossFit? Yeah. I think dance on itself, it's more expressive outside. CrossFit is more, you know, you achieve your goals, so you get stronger, you you, sell, you feel it internally. It makes you stronger. You, you're pushing that barrier, of whether it's endurance or stamina or the strength. But dance, it's more like external connection. You express it as in peace, like art. And again, you express in your emotions outwardly, so... It's connection. It's more like internal and external, which probably CrossFit could be too if it's some kind of competition and then you're like Olympic weightlifting. So I feel like it can be compared. But dance, yeah, it's in a special way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. And I think it's good to find like outlet that is the movement outlet that like you enjoy but it's good to mix and match like CrossFit, like we build the muscle, we build the strengths, but we lack of that range of motion, like, right. We, we lack of the stretching the muscles. So it doesn't mean like the <laughs> CrossFit that we have to dance, but finding like whether it's yoga or mobility movements is important to be well, well around it. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, it's, it's just another way for you to be able to express that. Now, yeah, let's talk a little bit about more movements. Like you had said that it helps with your anxiety. Yeah. So what have you even now being, you know, educated with kinesiology movement and even now being a trainer and instructing, like what have you seen? How has it helped you? And what have you seen with the clients that you've worked with? How have you made a difference with them being able to incorporate what you know? and training them? I definitely think like movements develop self-awareness, at least the way I try to teach that self-connection and self-awareness. So which brings that embodiment piece, people more self-aware. They even like as a yoga, as I teach, like you start connecting not only like your 
a proprioception of the body, right? Which part of the body you move, but also your emotional body, some people call that. Because you are actually sending attention inward. And I can see like some of the clients, right? They, they express that like, oh, I've never known that I could do this movement, right? I've never knew that I have this muscle in my body. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the, some kind of skills, right? They, they start developing the strength. So they are able to do the, the pull-up or double under is a technical, right? So for them, it's like, oh, and they never done it in the childhood. And now they're able to do that. Or for some of them, uh, something that they've been doing in the childhood, they thought they will never be able to do that. Or they just never had opportunity or environment like to be upside down because where would you else like be able to do like a flip or like all upside down like it's kind of like I guess socially inappropriate in some ways as well unless it's a (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's like it's almost like we're neglecting to be a kid and literally I think it was yesterday I I saw I was passing by within the gym and I saw Olga upside down (laughs) Doing a handstand and practicing that you've been enjoying more doing more of those uh, gymnastic movements. So it really what you said is like, I guess it's we're not taking that opportunity to be a kid again, really. Yeah. And I try to do not get caught as I did before on um, how much weight I can lift, right? Or can I do pull up and you get frustrated if you are not like thinking about it as like enjoyment i feel like it's very important also like knowing your why why you do what you do it's fine if you know it's fine if that's just a losing weight but then also like what's behind you are losing weight are you just losing weight to get healthy because your blood sugar is high or you're doing it for some kind of other reason just because you're you know you've been bullied uh, or you know even then just whatever from childhood can carry, right? Could be still about the weight. So Mm -hmm. yeah, knowing your why and trying to have fun while doing this. So you don't bring yourself to the gym thinking like, oh, again, I have to do this workout or you got to like us as a coaches, right? Or the gym environment trying to do it to make it fun for people and something that what we're working on in the CrossFit of Gym uh, of CrossFit of Fremont is coaching, right? So we learn how to heal appropriately to all the different levels, right? We want to meet the stimulus. For somebody, it's just like 10 pounds. For somebody, it's 100 pounds. As a coach, it's like takes a lot to figure it out. <laughs> Go to manage the class and give the appropriate weight for each person. Yeah. Yeah. So talking about why, like what is your why? Yes, my why is like being grounded and like staying present in my body. Because I have the tendency of having like sometimes an anxiety still and getting in my head overthinking things, which a lot of the times <laughs> I uh, the practice showed is not what's something going on in reality. And so when I move, I'm able to kind of like, okay, get get into your body and see things more clearly the way they are versus how my brain perceived them. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I've developed this kind of relationships with the movements. Yeah. So like you, we've had conversation, you've invested in yourself. There's been many times that you, you've invested in yourself with coaching. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Has it helped you? 
Before, I did not know what is the self-love is. I had like ideas about that. I've never really experienced that. So when I caught myself of not having self-love, <laughs> I caught myself like, it's actually like a self-development. It's actually listening to your internal, like, what do you want? What is your wise? This is a part of self-wise, not just like booking yourself a day in the spa, which could be too. But um, so, and I've came, I've come to realize like, Investing in yourself is a self-love, like figuring out all the things, spending time with yourself and acknowledging your emotions and acknowledging your feelings. And it is um, the way I call it like true self internal, like it's a way to communicate. It communicates with you. And so when I started listening to the the voice, like, you know, this self-development the desire for self-development came and uh, I did something that um, I work for the therapist. I, you know, I do meditation and I, um, I do have like mentors and I do have a coach, like uh, not a coach. It's more holistic healer, I would say, who does the hypnotherapy which I would recommend for people who have a lot of things unresolved from the past, from the childhood or some kind of traumas. It does help a lot to, to heal and um, to learn again about yourself. Mm -hmm. So I worked with that coach. I invested also at the career coach development and then still do in some ways through you. Right. I feel like, Investing in yourself, even like uh, if you just go into the gym and you you may not see that fast results, mm -hmm. but you do invent investing in yourself just by doing those workouts daily. You you will see it later if you keep consistent and if you keep like committed. As I do see, like I do see, I am not like I'm in my thirties, right? More than like close to the forties already. I would say well thirty six, but. Um, I do see like my body is changing, but I am more capable of doing things that I like now because I've been like constantly working on those versus I've been younger, even though I used to dance or, but I added CrossFit. So it gives you that strength, right? So I you CrossFit, you feel more strength and just that strongness, confidence. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I feel like stronger my body my body is stronger i can do more like i can lift more i can uh, even gymnastic wise i can do like the pull up or obviously i start invest more time in this so i see the progress but yeah, yeah you so you talk about investment in yourself yeah the investment even though you're putting in the work day to day and you're not going to see immediate results that's the whole point yeah. like if you continue with it you're going to see it down the line as far as I think it's hard with, to be able to invest in ourselves because it's we're looking for that quick fix, you know, that we're so spoiled with the Amazon one day sh shipping, mm. want that quick results. And we're going to have to pay now in order to see yeah. something later. And to mm. wait for that, it just takes discipline. And But it, it will truly be worth it if we just invest in ourselves. And really, I guess that's a common theme that I have conversations with people. It's that self-love. That investment in ourselves, really, it's 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 needed. And to be able to self help ourselves and then be able to help others, we need to help ourselves first. Yeah, definitely. 
understand a little bit about ourselves, like, yeah, where things come from, why you do certain things, but just understanding that a little bit more better and then, and then moving forward with it. Right. Accepting. We've talked about that, like acceptance and then moving forward. It's hard though with our head, right? Yeah. We get stuck in our head. But so like this past year, what have you learned the past year within yourself? You know, being within the gym, being a trainer, being with us, what have you, what have you, if you look back this past year, what have you learned? Well, in terms of like, as a coach, I, I feel more confident, uh, in my, me being as a coach, I've learned a lot of keep learning about the movements, keep learning about the, the relationships with the people. I did have some social anxiety, can admit that. So I feel like I'm better at that. Just in general, the work environment, like I feel like the one that we have allows me to be more flexible because I feel like I'm the person um, not so good with the planning. I kind of can admit that. I kind of try to go with the flow and mix it with the sometimes like, you know, you have to plan, but it's like stress-free environment for me. So I can learn and grow. It fits my personality. And we have a lot of new great coaches who add up to the team, right? So I learned from them a lot, again, uh, in terms of the movements, but also in terms of like personalities. I like to learn from people. Like I may be like somebody who is not outspoken, but being with someone who is outspoken makes me like, oh, I can do that too. Kind of team working, we're developing that. So each other, just like with being together, using our strengths together and learning from each other. And really what in the end, what you're saying is just keeping that growth mindset and learning from each other and continue to learn. I have yeah. a huge, I mean, you, Olga is a woman of many crafts. She does a lot of things and she's very skilled. So I've seen her confidence grow a lot from Me doing okay. <laughs> besides of knitting, sewing, sewing. Mm-hmm. Besides that, yeah, I mean, she she's got a she she's someone that's like really up to do anything. Like she's done the Deca trifecta. She's someone that will just get up there and and do it. She wants to. She kind of gets a fear of missing out. She wants to be a part of it, and uh, she'll jump in and and do an event. I leave once, leave once to live once, leave once, and I always like refer to me. I think it was a cathedral, great cathedral in San Francisco when I was like, uh, they had an exhibition of the elderly people who were asked, what would you do like differently? Like they're like a hundred years old, you know, there's 19 there. What would they do differently? And I wish I could, but I I tried to put my life so I don't have any other wishes. I want to leave this. Kind of like no regrets. Yes, with no regrets. Yeah. Yeah. As much as Envision yourself. That's how what I have done. It's like envision myself. Really on my deathbed. It's like if I didn't do this certain activity, would it bother me? And, and that's what will help me to make decisions as well. Because yeah, that regret is almost the worst. Especially before, I used to be that person who would always leave for later. Like, oh, I will do it later. I will do it later. And at some point, it was my resolution to no, I will do it now. <laughs> Yeah, life is too short, right? I mean, technically, I was going to do our hang loose segments 
earlier, but I got into our conversation and I had our, my card out ready to ask you. And it kind of is in relation to this, but I'm going to go ahead and read it. We're just going to do the hang loose segment real quick right now. So I have this, my card says, what is one thing you'd be really disappointed if you've never get to experience? Mm. So what would, how would you answer that? I mean, it, it could be even something that you haven't done now or yet in general in life or like anything uh, something that you've already done or something that you still want to get uh to do but want to make sure you get to experience it i honestly like it's a hard question for me now because i i tried to do it all like i you know i did like uh, skydiving and stuff like that but i will be disappointed if I would, I all, I get, I do get disappointed when I, life brings me some, bring me some kind of choice and I start overthinking that and I know inside I should have done, choose something, but I actually justify and go into my mind and tell myself, oh no, you should do this from whatever my conditioning from the past or maybe that's not going to be whatever it is in my head so i will be disappointed but then it becomes also a lesson right oh you should i should have listened to my kind of like intuition so for you you would believe in what you are your intuition believe in what you're thinking and uh whether it's good or bad but own it right i guess and for me it's not good and bad it's just journey it's like and it never ends. It's just like always becoming into something. One thing becomes into another and uh, whatever it is, relationships or at work, you know, yeah. We learn from each other. And I think about it as a all one and it's all interdependent. Mm-hmm. Well, what is one thing that you would give as far as advice for someone, maybe a, a woman out there who, who wants to change her life? but this is, it doesn't have the confidence to do so, to make that commitment. How would you, what would you do to tell that person to take action? So I, I would always like, it's important when like you, you intention, right? Uh, we spoke about that. Like what's the intention to change? First of all, are you changing for someone? Make sure that you're really honest and genuine, like with that desire to change and i feel like change comes from within always you change internal and external will follow even though with this you know it's not normally like thought like that in the in the in the world that usually you change outside and then inside change but i don't believe that um at least my experience so um Working on yourself, developing self-love, maybe again, like self-development and start asking your, why do I do things? What is that for? What change do I want? And try, try to start envision the new life and how you will feel in that like new environment or new, you know, like in a year where would you want to see yourself in a year like with a vision and the self-awareness and then um it gives you this opportunity to see what are you lack why you're doing things you're doing why you have responses uh 
that you because it will it is what brings us to where we are if we want to change we cannot do keep doing the same things same responses we need to to shift that so we can bring the change yeah yeah so mindset first is is super powerful so really it comes with it within so start thinking to yourself envision out then what you really want and uh and i guess in from there it it will manifest so start there i know there's going to be more episodes olga has a lot of knowledge and i we can't talk about it all on this one episode so there'll be future episodes with olga i i'm excited to share what she knows and to spread it out there to the world but thank you olga for coming on if you have any questions please reach out we could just message us through the podcast on the email on the show notes but uh i know olga will be happy to help in any way if you want to directly reach out to olga but again thank you olga for coming on thank you for having me and then i hope like someone will find it helpful and yeah please reach out if we can help you with any any resonated from what you heard from the podcast for sure yeah so if you haven't yet please rate review and even um what is it rate review and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't and go ahead and share to someone if you know that this podcast will help them resonate with us so thank you for listening this is the call a podcast and we'll see you on the next episode thank you so much for listening But wait, we want to keep you updated and continue to be inspired and motivated. Follow us on our Instagram page at Ecala Strong. We'll see you on the next episode.